Hi, everyone. This is Anthony Diaz with the Pop Health Show. And this show is for anyone that has a strong passion for making people healthier in this world. I'm really excited and enthused to have Gotham Gupta on the show today. Today On this episode, Gotham is going to share with us his passions for health, where things started for him, where his passion for health started, a little bit about his vision for health in the future. But most importantly, he is the co-founder of NatureBox. He's also done some uh, investing and he'll probably share and touch upon some of those things, but I'm not going to steal his thunder. Gotham, welcome to the show. Hey, thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thanks for carving out and, and time and peeling off time off a busy schedule to ground with me here and, and uh, kind of maybe hopefully, you know, reflect on kind of where you've been and just love to hear uh, along those lines, you know, tell us a little bit about your origin story. Tell us a little bit about the series of events that you've gone through in your life that have led you to become who you are today. Yeah, for sure. So I um, grew up in California. Um, both my parents uh, immigrated here to the United States. So we sort of have a very traditional sort of immigrant story. Um, but I grew up in California from a very young age, had always been interested in entrepreneurship and, you know, was always the kid selling something out of their backpack. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, that passion for, you know, business and kind of selling things, creating things uh, took me to Babson College. Um, where uh, I studied um, business management, basically concentrated in entrepreneurship. Um, and while at Babson College, I got really lucky to meet some of the partners of a venture capital firm called General Catalyst. Um, and so I basically started interning for General Catalyst when I was a sophomore in undergrad. Um, and then spent the next eight years of my career working for the firm. Um, so initially, uh, while I was finishing up school and then full time after I graduated, um, and it was an incredible time. It was, um, you know, the firm itself grew from $600 million in capital under management to $3 billion in that time period. Um, so it was an incredible journey. Um, but I knew that I wanted to start a company eventually. And so in 2012, I left uh, to start a company called NatureBox. Um, and, you know, I started the company really for two reasons. One is that I had a co-founder that I wanted to partner with. Um, he and I had been friends from college um, and we all had always wanted to do something together and kind of start a business together. The second reason is that I have, have and still have a passion for food and nutrition. Um, so up until the age of 18, I really struggled with obesity. Um, I had terrible eating habits, but luckily learned about nutrition and in seven, uh, in six months, excuse me, lost 70 pounds um, through diet and exercise Wow! Um, and have kept the weight off ever since. And so that was kind of the inspiration. Wow. Wow. No, I, I love it. Yeah. And I really appreciate, um, I appreciate your background and, and definitely this, the, the, the steps you've gone through to lead you where you're at. And so it's, it's super exciting kind of what you're working on. And I guess, um, you know, along those lines, obviously you're, you're hinting at, you know, the or you're touching on the supporting passion that's supporting, you know, this current venture you're on. But I'd love to hear a little bit more about, you know, what in health today has you fixated? Like what, and you might have mentioned it already, but just I'd love for you to just talk a little bit more about what has your captivation in health, what has you passionate and, and why? 
Yeah, I mean, you know, from my standpoint, I feel like every category in consumer goods uh, is being reinvented, uh, either because of uh, by uh, the way that you shop or what you're looking for, right? The consumer today is finding out about brands online, through Instagram, through influencers, things like this. They're researching products online before they go and buy them in the store or they subsequently purchase them online. And so there's every aspect of consumer is undergoing radical change. Um, and I think the implication of that is that in today's food world, uh, food and beverage world, you have so much transparency that didn't exist before, right? So consumers know and can find out and know exactly what they're eating. Um, and as a result of that, I think what you're finding is that consumers are becoming much more discerning in terms of the purchases that they make and wanting to buy things that align with their lifestyle, uh, you know, also the values that they have. So wanting to do business with brands that sort of represent those values. Um, and so I think that's really the shift that's happening sort of in broadly in food and beverage and um, why you're seeing kind of more interest in health and wellness. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, no, absolutely. And and can you touch up for our listeners out there, you know, so Nature Box, just um, as our listeners are and as I'm doing, I'm going through and looking at what you're offering there and I'm getting hungry. Um, but <laughs> I guess, can you tell me a little bit about uh, a little bit more about Nature Box, you know, maybe, you know, the, yeah, absolutely. the hungers and satiations that Nature Box and needs that it's, it's uh, fulfilling. And yeah. you know, how's it work in the, uh, the novelty, which I know you mentioned a little bit, but just love to un unpack that nature box a little bit more. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, nature box, um, the way that we sort of describe the company and the brand um, is, you know, we are really trying to understand consumers, what mm -hmm. types of foods they like to eat, what types of foods they don't like to eat, what things they're allergic to. Use all of that data, all of those insights to create products that are right for the consumer. Mm. Um, and so at the end of the day, what you have is we've built this brand that stands for any kind of snack you could possibly imagine or possibly want to eat. So we have at any given time, we have about a hundred different items available on the website. All, all of them are being developed by NatureBox using the data that I described. Mm. Um, and then what ends up happening is the best products stay um, and so every year we launch 50 or so new products, but we also take away 50 products that are lower performing, right? Mm. And so every, you know, the, the product itself is constantly, you know, being um, uh, reinvented and it's fresh, it's, you know, it's, it's on trend. Um, and so that's kind of how we describe the business is that for the consumer, it's really about making sure that you have something that's you know, better for you. You don't have to think about it. You, you are able to find products that work for the specific dietary needs that you have. Mm -hmm. And you, you're never going to get bored of what you're eating. Um, so that's sort of the value proposition to the consumer is we try to make it really easy uh, to, to sort of find the things that are right for you. I love it. I love it. And um, yeah, no, just, just going through and seeing what you offer is, is just awesome. It just feels good and healthy and, uh, you know, guilt-free, you know, like I can just go and pig out on some of this stuff and I'm not going to, you know, feel super, super sad afterwards. Like I ate a box of Dunkin' Donuts or something like that. Um, but <laughs> exactly. Uh, um, 
no, and, and, and you guys are supporting some powerful companies and some great companies and, you know, literally fueling them. So it's really exciting to, to see what you're doing here, Gotham. Um, I guess, let me ask you um, a little bit about based on your background, what you've seen, you've seen so many trends, you've seen so many consumer trends and, you know, obviously the, as you're mentioning, you know, the CPG and, and the FM, FCPG uh, industries are, are getting so revamped based on, on, on the new social norms. Um, where yeah. is the future of health going in your perspective? Like what, what's the, what's the optimistic view, well, version of health that you see happening that, you know, in your heart, we're marching towards. I just love to, you know, yeah. hear, hear you illustrate that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that the future of health is really about personalization and it, mm -hmm. it's personalization by in every aspect, right? So mm -hmm. everything from what you eat um, you know, the diet that you decide to, to, uh, execute for yourself. Right. So that could be something, um, as, you know, sort of broad or mainstream as, uh, vegan vegetarian, okay. it could be something more trend oriented, um, you know, recent, you know, sort of oriented like paleo, um, you know, or it could be something even more specific, right. Um, you know, a high fat plant-based diet, right. Um, you know, it could be, so, you know, there's so many of these different, um, philosophies and, uh, modes of thinking about diet and the impact that it might have. So I, I really do think that the future, um, is, is around personalization, um, you know, allowing you to find the products that, uh, fit within the constraints and, and sort of, um, you know, uh, desires that, that one consumer has, um, at all the way through to, you know, supplements, um, you know, exercise routines, things like that, that are tied to your diet. Right. Mm -hmm. And so at the end of the day, um, you know, the, the diet that you elect, um, you know, to, to eat might infer, might in, imply, or, you know, have the implication that you have to eat a certain, uh, you know, type of, uh, supplements, right. Or, you know, there's a certain type of, um, you know, exercise that your diet um, helps you, you know, kind of uh, power through and things like that. And so I do think that just like every aspect of this is going to end up being personalized and tied back um, to, you know, the way that you eat and kind of what you look for in food. I love it. I love it. Um, yeah, no, I'm right there with you. And, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting. There's a spiritual and religious element, I think, with food and, um, you know, it's exciting to see kind of like philosophically that society is starting to accept that, you know, there's some boundary lines of like rules that are good to follow and some common sense about eating now. But yet, you know, the ability to truly have a personalized experience, but honoring, you know, the best practices in food and what's truly food, what's not food. And um, but also catering into, you know, uh, people's yearn for snacking. You know, it's, it's great to see that you're kind of like at the intersection or the Venn diagram of all that, all, all of these phenomenon, right? And so I'm really excited to see Gotham. And um, I guess, you know, one last question for you. Actually, I will, I'll, I'll probably have one more question after this last one, sure. but um, this almost last one. But on uh, on a personal basis, speaking about personalization, kind of on a micro level, you know, you're running a company, you've been a part of so many companies, you've invested in companies that have founders that have to go at the speed of light, right? And, um, and, and sometimes it's a dichotomy, but what's... Uh, what is a, a personal habit of yours or two that keeps the engine uh, going to stay healthy? I mean, obviously, premise being, you know, you're probably snacking on a lot of nature box snacks a lot, <laughs> yeah. right? 
But what what are some other things you're doing to yeah, stay, totally you know, mindful in the zone, in a zone state, or or to really stay you know good so that you know other people you can influence your team and others around you. Yeah, I'll tell you one that that I really uh, am religious about, which is um, walking. Um, so I do a lot of walking meetings. Um, you know, I probably average, you know, 10, 11, 12,000 steps a day. Mm -hmm. um, so I am really religious when it comes to walking. Um, and I just find for me, um, it is very, you know, one, uh, piece of it is just, it keeps me active. It sort of, you know, it makes me feel like, uh, I'm at least, you know, not being lethargic, like kind of sitting and, you know, just kind of like, uh, getting glued to the chair. Mm -hmm. um, two is it gives me a mental break, right? Mm -hmm. So it allows me to be away from the computer for a little while. And then three, um, it really has kind of a meditative quality for me um, mm -hmm. of being able to just reset and, um, you know, just kind of put my mind uh, at ease. Mm -hmm. um, so I am very religious about, you know, just like, you know, at least about an hour a day of, of kind of walking. Mm -hmm. and, and very specifically, because I'm very, you know, I'm trying to do a lot more of this myself. But for our listeners out there, those that are trying to do a lot more walking meetings, you have your personal one-on-one -on -one meetings. And do you, do you just say, hey, meet me in the lobby. We're going to go for a walk around the building. Yeah. Um, and, you know, is this is this also like your Zoom meetings as well that, um, and, and I can imagine sometimes I try and do the Zoom meetings, but if it's a windy day out here in the Bay Area, yeah. you know, it's just like, I don't know, wind noise in the microphone. But any any one or two yeah. or someone to get started that's been a little little nervous to kind of that's make right. the, the walking meeting shift. I'm yeah, I would start with the, your in-person meetings, especially those that don't have a structured agenda. Uh -huh. So like I used to do this for one-on-one -on -one meetings, um, you know, with uh, uh, people that report to me. Um, you know, it's just, it's a great, um, you know, those, those meetings tend to have less structure. Um, you know, you're not sitting looking at a PowerPoint presentation or trying to go through a spreadsheet. You're really just talking, you know, you're kind of talking about getting aligned on the key issues, making sure that, um, you know, you're sort of checking in. Those are perfect meetings to kind of um, shift towards walking. Um, mm -hmm. And then to your point, it can be hard to do some of the calls uh, while you walk. Um, you know, one of the things that I try to do is just, um, you know, catch up with friends, family um, while I'm heading into the office or, you know, heading home. Mm -hmm. um, and so, you know, even though there can be some noise in the background, I find that it's, it's usually bearable, you know, especially if it's someone that you know pretty well. Right. Um, you know, it's not, you're, you're sort of, you know, it's just a different kind of conversation. Right. Um, so, so I definitely, and, and then it's a great excuse. You know, you have some time to just catch up with people and, you know, kind of do, do that sort of thing that maybe um, can get away from you. Absolutely. Absolutely. No, thank you so much for the tips. I really appreciate it. And, um, you know, it's funny sometimes, um, you know, the stuff that kind of comes is like a little bit of like common sense. It just, we, we, we all need a little bit, you know, just nudges and encouragement and examples uh, just to do these kind of, you know, tiny tidbits um, that make a big difference. You know, people also need to get outside and get some air. You know, how many people stay inside all day, you know, doing calls and then they're kind of foggy, you know, way earlier in the, in the, the day than, than what they need. But if they went outside and just walked and talked, they'd have a lot more energy. So definitely um, interesting phenomenon. So now this is really great, Gotham. I, I really appreciate your time here, uh, sharing your origin story, your passions for health, and your vision of health in the future. It's really exciting what you're doing at NatureBox and, you know, obviously seeing and growing companies, you know, previously and taking the best practices that investing in a really good company 
that's that's delivering literally delivering some really great goodness um you know to companies out there and, and then growing and scaling this uh is really super exciting so congratulations for, for doing what you're doing coming on the show and sharing uh your story i guess um my last question my very last question is what's a good way for our listeners to get in touch with you if um if you would like that to happen <laughs> either socially yeah. or direct yeah yeah, you know, Twitter, Twitter, and LinkedIn are kind of perfect for me. Um, you know, I spend a lot of time. Um, uh, you know, I'm I'm pretty active on Twitter, and then obviously, just given, um, I think uh, I feel like we're all very active on LinkedIn these days. <laughs> uh, you know, just given how ubiquitous that's become, um, so those are kind of the two best places. Okay, great, great. Well, we'll link to that in the show notes. Um, and cool. again, uh, Gotham, this was great to have you on the show. Thank you so much for your time. We'll have to have you back as you know you go to the next increment of growing and scaling. And hopefully, you know, God willing, your your uh, your snacks and your process will will be available for not just available for all companies, but you know, heavily distributed. You know, uh, you know, super widely more than what it is now. So. Uh, Thanks again for making well, time and for being here. And thank for you for having me. Absolutely. Thanks. Absolutely. Thank Thanks you so much. Really okay. appreciate it. All right. Sure thing. Okay. Thank you.